Welcome, Pudding People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding. We're your hosts, Ken Seymour and Richard Geiger. <sighs> Super excited about socks. I mean, talking to you today about a handful of movies that have some pretty solid scores on our... Uh, little grading system here yeah yeah we're we're finishing up uh mopping up as it were uh, the second piece of the history of comic book movies from 2019 that we started a couple of weeks ago um we got on a roll we did most of them in that previous episode um but there are three big ones we left out kind of on purpose yeah we're we're saving the billion-dollar movies for one podcast. Right. Maybe a little more to say about those. And we aren't going to start with a movie we haven't seen because we've seen all, all of these. Um, as always, uh, for those of you that are new to the podcast, uh, the comic book movie is based on a comic book, unsurprisingly, or a graphic novel uh, that could have been something before that but could not have been in an audio-visual format such as radio, film, or television. Um, yeah, that's pretty much long and short of it. Keep it simple. Keep it short. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. <laughs> but don't give it to, you know, Elijah Wood because he's not going to keep it. He safe. did fine. He did. He even gave his hand or at least a part of one of his hands. <laughs> that's true. Not she willingly, but. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it all. Everybody was happy at the end. Right? Yeah, 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 it all worked. There was there was even sailing. I mean, the movie ends with sailing. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's start simple. Um, in 2019, the MCU had a very big year. Um, one of the films that uh, was kind of hinted at at the end of the first uh in well the infinity war film when they when they uh get that beeper that uh that they, you see at the very end in the trailer as uh, nick fury poofs into dust um they hint at captain marvel and then they come out with captain marvel now obviously both marvel and dc had a captain marvel they are drastically different characters drastically now i should say they're both very powerful characters indeed you got that going for them well and even uh, in in marvel there's multiple captain marvels so it's just kind of one of those things now captain marvel first appeared in comics in 1968 um you know it's it's kind of kind of interesting now i'm i'm talking about the carol danvers character that version of Captain Marvel. If we're talking about the other Captain Marvels, that's a different date. But uh, Carol Danvers appeared at that point in uh, Marvel Superheroes, which not exactly the most original name for a comic, but, you know, it says what it needs to say. <laughs> it gets the point across. Now, the, the question for you, Mr. Comic Book Expert, is was... Captain Marvel, still Captain Marvel in DC World, at that in that same time frame. Yes, definitely. So, they didn't change it over to Shazam, uh, to Shazam until much more recently. Um, so, all the way through and past two thousand, it was Captain Marvel. Mm. 
I see. Which do you prefer? You mean the naming scheme for the DC character? Yeah. I prefer Captain Marvel, clearly. Um, it's a better name. Uh, Shazam is, for uh, the Golden Age, a really fun thing to yell uh, in the modern age. Uh, not so much. Uh, it's kind of silly and goofy and not a name. It's just, well, it's just dumb. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Shazam will always be Captain Marvel to me. And I I understand the legality and uh, the reason that Marvel went after DC. And it's not exactly wrong. I, I think DC probably would have gotten mad if there was a Captain DC character mm-hmm. uh, in Marvel. Well, he, he would have been from Washington, D.C. There you go. Right, right. Uh, but Marvel is a real word. So mm, yeah. not not quite yeah. the same. And I, I'm, I'm not so certain, even if the intent was to be a bit of a thumb in the eye of Marvel at the time, you've got 50 years of it being Captain Marvel longer than that. And it's just, eh, I, I didn't like the change. That's neither here nor there. Let's let's actually get to the to the yeah, meat. Well, yeah, we're just talking about it. Yeah. yeah, it's a good 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 discussion to have anyway. Right, right. Um, so this Captain Marvel uh, is the the female incarnation, which in the comics was uh, not the first version, but has I felt. Um, didn't have a lot of great storylines at first, but that has changed over the last couple of decades. They've they've really done a much better job in filling out some um, personality and backstory and some some fun story arcs here and there. Um, it's a it, I was kind of uncertain when they said that they were going to make this into a movie, just because I felt that there was such a potential for it to go. Horribly wrong. And when we, I, I feel like when this movie was released, it it made it made a lot of money. It was very popular. Yes, it had it a did. good look. It had a good type of attitude. It had a good feel. Um, if I'm not mistaken, our ratings hit very similar. They were 70s, right, right. mid to high 70s. Right. Uh, and that's not a bad score. That's, no. You know, that's decent. Um, we had a, a podcast episode recently about kind of, you know, going back and reviewing some of our scores. How many like, have you watched this movie multiple times since yes. you reviewed it? Well, not multiple since. I have seen it one more time since I reviewed it. Okay. Do you still get that same type of positive vibe from it watching yeah. it? Yeah. Again? It's, it's a really. It's a really solid film. It is not great. It is not amazing. It's definitely not horrible. It's better than mediocre for sure. There are a lot of really nice elements to it. It stumbled in some spots, but it's it was almost there's almost no way it couldn't stumble in certain spots because of what they were trying yeah. to do. Yeah, it had some building blocks already set up. I did appreciate the the younger views, like the 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 younger, you know, characters that we're so familiar seeing 
with younger, f- digitally de-aged, fresher faces, yeah. uh, fresher attitudes. Uh, th- that stuff was was fun, you know, seeing uh, Coulson again, which is a that was great fan favorite. You know, to have him be throughout the episode, also, you know, a, a, a fun kind of callback to what was set up early on in the Marvel movies. So uh, I, that aspect of it I thought was pretty fun. Yeah, even if the CGI implementation was um, uneven. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's a newer technology. Yeah, it's that's, only that's hard. Get better. That's hard. I, I have to, you have to give them a little bit of leeway on that. But the uh, directors on this, uh, we, we are, uh, of course, going to divide this into scoring in our normal way of scoring. Uh we did we know the directors when we did the scoring? I can't remember because I was looking at it again. I was looking at it's uh, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck doing the directing, and I just I still don't remember talking about them. <laughs> well, they also did the uh, or or writers for the screenplay too. So yeah, I wonder if they just have a little little history in doing that and maybe made the the big jump the question here is are they going to be doing the next one well that is a good question still there's still a little bit of ambiguity as into the next captain marvel film um i mean i i see brie larson in the news fairly regularly uh, or at least they, they suggest articles. Look at Brie Larson's abs. Aren't they amazing? Yes, a lot of uh, workout uh, information about her. So she must be getting ready to do some filming. I think it's called, isn't it like The Marvels? Yeah. Is that, is that what it's supposed to be? Well, I mean, I assume it must be. But it's it's really hard to kind of kind of tell. For sure. I, I mean, I'm assuming it must be. Uh, it would be really nice if that means that Monica Rambeau is going to play into it. So that's why there is Marvels because they're both Captain Marvel. I I think that's what's supposed to happen, and maybe even Ms. Marvel too. Yeah, it's it's there's there's a lot of potential interesting things. It is a different director, from what I can tell. Uh, Nia DaCosta will do the directing on the next one. Um so the Marvels. Yeah, it's kinda kinda un kinda uncertain. Uh what I I just the Miss Marvel thing, that there's such a, a really fun side to to explore in that. And I the uh Rambo version of Captain Marvel was always my favorite uh in the comics. So well do you think that's what they're going to call her in this one as well? Or didn't she have another name? Well, no, not really. Um, the the Captain Marvel Carol Danvers was binary at one point. She had a different name. Mm-hmm. Um, but to my memory, and I could be wrong, uh, but I don't remember Monica Rambeau having a different name. Well, and since we're reviewing this, we're, we're just talking briefly about this movie to our podcast listeners. Uh, in this particular movie, 
uh, that we're talking about, Monica Rambeau was just a young pup. She was just a kiddo. Right. Now we followed along the other uh, sh- movies, and then now the TV shows, we saw an adult Monica Rambeau in actually the first of kind of the Marvel TV series, and she got some powers, right? So that was yeah. kind of one of the endings of that movie. So it's going to lead into the Marvel's sequel that you'll see coming up here the next couple of years. So uh, it, it has part, part of the, the discussion revolving around the movie that we're talking about now, because it's just leading into more things for sure. Yeah. And I, I think that they cast, I think they cast uh, that character quite well. Um, I didn't have a strong take on casting Brie Larson in the the Danvers role. I like Brie Larson. I generally uh, appreciate most of the work that she does and the other stuff that she's been in. Um, but that character was never one of my favorites. So it's like, yeah, cast whoever. It really, <laughs> as long as they're good, I won't care. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And the, the Captain Marvel movie had such a lot of nostalgia in it. That's one of the reasons I appreciated it. I mean, it's true. I loved that she fell through the the roof of that blockbuster, and that was just kind of a a fun little throwback there. Was she wearing? I can't. Remember, was it a Nirvana shirt that she ended up wearing through a portion of the? I do believe so. Uh, a lot yeah. of music played into it. A lot of pop culture references. I, I think they did a great job establishing the scrolls. Um, that, I was going to ask you about that because once again, that's another. Uh, thing that this movie's led into which we uh, i don't think it's gonna be this year maybe next year we're gonna see a another marvel tv series about yeah i think that one got delayed a bit secret invasion yeah um i'm i'm looking forward to it secret invasion was a very interesting storyline which now that the mcu has access to basically all of the characters they could maybe pull it off, but really to do it right, I don't know how they're going to do it right without the Fantastic Four or the X-Men because they played pretty prominently in the uh, in the original comic book storyline. And plus the Sentry played a pretty prominent role. Um, I don't know if they're going to introduce that character into the uh, MCU. That would be a little rough. Because he's powerful. And insane. Now, one thing I do want to bring up, which has a little bit to do with this movie, is that we saw Gemma Chan in this movie. Yes, we did. um, And then she was a starring role in the Eternals, you know, just a few years later. So I guess they liked her so much they recast her as a completely different character. Yeah, there's always that thing, that big rule that the MCU, you only get to be one character. Not the so Not much. always. Uh, there's like three or four different actors that have been multiple characters in MCU. Um, so it just it's it kind of depends. It depends on what they need and who you are and how favorable the the audience will react to you or how big your character was the first time. If you were like a background nothing character, why not bring you back again? So. Um, she had a little bit more screen time in this, but she was always painted too. So. Right, right. So that doesn't really that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Um, so yeah, I, I, the one interesting thing to me about this film is 
it's somehow polarizing. I'm really not sure how it was, at least at the time it was. There was a lot of fanboy outcry and a lot of outcry from the other side and they're all yelling at each other and one side says, oh, it's just, it was ruined. It was terrible. No, it's not. And the other side says, oh, this is the perfect ideal for a female-led movie. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's just, it's just good. It's good. Yep. Uh, so I just, um, I'm kind of curious if any of that will have an impact on the sequel. And this is one of those, I'm kind of going back to that, this is one of those instances where I'm actually more excited for the sequel than I was for the original, just because of the, the potential for all of those characters being involved. And that, that could have a lot of really fun stuff to go with it. Good stuff. And they, they've obviously made her character so far in these films a very, very, very powerful character. Yeah. And you got some of that in this movie and you got more of it in, I feel like, you know, later on. But I think she only touched on the surface of what her power levels are sure. in this particular movie. Yeah, I had to laugh a little bit at that because that was the whole thing, too. I seem to remember some interview or something. It's like, yeah, th this is the most powerful character in the MCU. And <laughs> there, me and several people, I was like, no, it's not. It's a... Uh, in the comics, it's not even close to the, to the people. But even if you consider the watered-down version of the characters that you've introduced, I can name several people significantly more powerful than Captain Marvel that you've introduced so far. What are you trying to achieve with this? What What is your end goal? How is this useful in any way? It's not even good hype. It's just kind of pointless hype. And if you're marketing a movie, any hype is good hype. No, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've come to the point in time where uh, there's several versions of that phrase. It's like, no, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yes, there is. There is most oh, yeah, certainly. Is. Uh, but moving on, <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to get slightly sidetracked on several of these. Uh, let's uh, let's get to a, a more bug-like uh, uh, character or maybe bug-centered bug inspired oh wait it arachnid it's not a bug bugtacular yeah arachnidical so spider-man far from home came out in 2019 as well that one was um after endgame technically uh, so we're kind of talking about them slightly out of order here but I was, again, concerned going into watching this film that the first Spider-Man film was so good, would they be able to maintain the same level of quality going into the second film? And I was just so happy that they did such a great job with it. Um, same thing with this one in terms of us reviewing the scores. We had very similar scores in the... Uh, mid to low 80s so we both liked this particular one better than we did the captain marvel movie now i'll ask the same question on this one too have you seen this one more times since the review was done i have and that's actually made me like it more yeah um i i, I think in this 
in this particular movie, there's a lot of things to like about it. Uh, the Spider-Man character in general, I think they've done a really good job at being a very likable character to have on screen to root for. But then his his friends, his classmates are also in the same boat too, right? Like they've yeah. made a good setup. They've made a good quality group of of people that it's just easy to easy to watch easy to get along with they seem to have a good on-screen rapport oh yeah their 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 chemistry is undeniable the the editing i mean it sounds like a strange thing to say but the editing is really good in this series of films i i feel like um sometimes transitions are not as good as they could be or some odd choices of angles and certain takes that I really didn't everything flowed so well I didn't get that at all in this film it just seems seemed effortless I guess that's the best way to put it and so polished and that that really impressed me considering well I mean yes it was still MCU but it's a Sony thing and uh, anytime Sony sticks their fingers into comic book stuff it almost off it just often means that they're not good <laughs> yes, see the Venom movies so far. Yeah, but I guess we they, they have some chance for redemption, right? So we got Morbius coming up here. That looks like it could be good. Um, is there one other one? I can't remember. I lose track. Why am I thinking of here? Anyway, so uh, they've got a chance to, at redemption for whatever universe they're trying to build. But the one thing in this one that I think that I think they did such a good job in presenting in modern terms and not necessarily comic book terms is, is your, your bad guy, at least at the beginning, not perceived like the perceived bad guys, but then the actual bad guy, like Spider-Man's rogue gallery of bad guys goes up and down and all around and all the different gamuts of bad guys. And when you think of the Mysterio character, you're like, oh, fishbowl. And he does yep. things yep. like that. That's he's a classic villain, but he's not one that you would want to see right. maybe on screen. But it was presented so cool here. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know the, you know, like the, like the outfit, I said uniform, the outfit that they that they gave. I mean, it could be cheesy. It really could be, but it's it's not. Yeah. It just looks pretty sharp. I, I was really impressed because the that character is just so bad. <laughs> even, even when it was presented in its best ways in the comics, it was always at least a little campy. Um, there was no version of it I ever saw that wasn't at least a little campy, and it was hard to take seriously. And would sometimes break immersion, and that was what I was afraid would potentially happen. But yeah, you're right that the way they did it, it just was great. Um, and just a lot of it is just well, Jake Gyllenhaal is just a fantastic actor to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, he's he's awesome generally in anything, and just the, the whole cast is just so talented. And uh, uh, I am I'm kind of. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to you about the third Spider-Man <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, that I'll never get to see. Oh, oh. Until March 
22nd. Yeah. It's just uh, there's so much that I've I've been just kind of biting my tongue. It's like I I, I we got to talk about this. this mm. Well, listeners, I will say in this digital age, it is impossible for you to avoid any type of information about anything. Period. You can't miss. Like, I want to watch YouTube videos about video games and what's going to pop up as recommended right below it oh check out this meeting with all the actors playing spider-man in the movie together <laughs> or this cameo appearance by this person <laughs> or like like i'm not looking for it i'm looking i i, I youtube video with one of my favorite gamers aculite right below it a thing about a scene from the spider-man movie that someone posted online a 20 second clip from a, the scene from the movie that shows a, a, a person that's in the movie that I had suspected was in the movie, but now I know is in the movie without any context. So I'm like, great ruined. <laughs> yeah. But at least I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, that's true. Been any worse. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been good. Uh, my wife has also, um, abstained from seeing the film uh, and has been avoiding any information but I, I feel that she must have come across some of it but she's very good at pretending things didn't happen <laughs> so maybe she'll still be surprised i don't know yeah my my attitude is isn't such that curses you i've spoiled the movie and now it's going to be awful it's an expectation that i have that information is going to be out there. I prefer to not know that information, but it's impossible to not get glimpses of it. So it is the, the classic give up attitude of it is what it is. So, yeah. well, if we can, if we can keep those uh, virus levels down, maybe we can get back to going to the theater a little bit here and there, maybe just grab a little bit. Well, there's so many coming out now, right? You got the Batman, yeah. Then Morbius, yeah. Well, we don't know how good or bad Morbius might be, but uh, uh, there's there's plenty of films that are going to be out all summer long, and then later in the fall. So it's going to be a busy year. We got Hopefully like at the least box office numbers can keep up. You know, at least probably at least four or four or five more comic book films. Uh, my apologies, dear listener. We're recording a little later in the evening than we had anticipated to to do so. Creepy times. <laughs> it's, it's starting to get to me. We'll see if I can make it through without falling asleep. We're old. Yeah, that 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 does happen on occasion. Um, but uh, yeah, so we love this film, and probably will continue to love this film. And uh, yeah. Now, normally this is where we would break for just our little interjection about our social media. But instead of that, we'll just talk about the social media for a minute. Don't forget that you can catch us on Twitter, at Real Pudding Guys. We are on at least once or twice a week to say, hey, this is the episode that's coming out, or this is the episode that we just put out. Um, so anything interesting, we will post up on that for sure. Often, uh, Richard, who handles our Instagram, will post some stuff up when it's uh, interesting and well done. And for longer bits, we'll put stuff on YouTube. We're considering other platforms, but uh, for the most part, those are the three ways that you can get a hold of us. And we definitely love hearing from everybody. So just uh, 
hang out. Give us a give us a shout. Give us a suggestion for an episode. Ask us a question. We have all sorts of information. Um, and then, of we course, suggestions for episodes. Right. Right. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, our favorite, our favorite social media. Right, Richard? Patreon. That's right. Where for only one dollar per month, you can help support us as we put out new content. We get new equipment and we go on new excursions to places to try and get little bits of interviews with really cool people. In fact, I've got one coming up here in a couple months where I'm going to try and uh, try and get some interesting stuff. I don't want to reveal anything. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, I've, I've got a good feeling. Uh, I think there's going to be some really cool stuff to come out of this. He's hooked on a feeling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So the biggest blockbuster of the year we have yet to talk about uh, from 2019, Avengers Endgame, the sequel to Avengers Infinity War. Uh, and according to uh, Mr. Feige himself, it is the final Avengers movie Except I'm sure that that quote was taken out of context and doesn't mean exactly what he said it means. And it, just because it's the last, it's the last right now. Probably not the last forever. Well, it's the it's the culmination. Let's let's say that from all those hard years of building an empire and building a whole world, this is the culmination of all those actors and actresses and monies and all that stuff and i think what you get is a pretty solid culmination of all of those things yes definitely so and i i would just absolutely love i mean my my thought process you know obviously uh cap is out of the picture uh at least for now but probably not going to get chris evans to come back to that role for any reason uh, you know, Iron Man's basically out of the picture. The core group is just not there. But we just had an episodic series based on the Hawkeye character. And I just had this really, really fun thought. When I read comics regularly, well, I still read comics regularly, but when I first really got into it, my favorite group was not the regular Avengers. It was the West Coast Avengers, which he led. And it's like, well, you know what? We're getting a Moon Knight series. Who was in the West Coast Avengers? Moon Knight. We've never seen Tigra, but we could get Tigra easy enough. Uh, who dated Moon Knight? Uh, <laughs> so there's a couple right there. Um Occasionally, uh, you would have, um, or not occasionally, but one of the other big people involved was Scarlet Witch, who's still around, <laughs> as was Vision. And so, I mean, it's the Wasp. Uh, <laughs> so, a lot of these major characters were big on the West Coast team. Uh, we haven't seen Wonder Man yet, but we probably won't because that's just might be difficult to, <laughs> to market. Uh, though I still kind of would love to see Nathan Fillion do Wonder Man. That would be entertaining. Um, but yeah, that would be a cool next Avengers film. 
Well, that we saw we saw that one. We saw elements of the thunderbolts, right? We saw I there's I think there's the potential to so many teams. I mean, even yep. New Avengers. Fantastic Four is a team. Uh the X-Men in general is what everybody's I'm not everybody's not waiting for or clamoring for. Um there's I mean, desire. I'm pretty excited to see what they're gonna do with that. But there's just so many team ups and collaborations that are available in terms of seed building that they've done so far that they could go any direction. And I seem to remember we gave the Endgame a pretty high score as well. Um, I think I remember that I gave Endgame a higher score than I did Infinity War, and you were kind of the other way around. Yes. Uh, but it's still in the 90s, right. right? Right. So it's one of our highest rated uh, picture shows that we've got. And really in terms of everything, how it comes together, how you finally get that, I don't know. You get those magical scenes. You, you, it has these ebbs and flows, right? So like the, the beginning you, you're kind of sullen and then there's a sense of excitement. And then after that sense of excitement, there's just despair in a sense. And then there's happenstance and then there's building blocks of, of excitement. And then there's all you know, there's them traveling back through the different, you know, time periods, which is kind of a revision right. of some of the previous movies, right? So it's kind of like a a best of in a certain sense, because you have all the main characters and they go back to all these certain sequences and you get to see things. You're like, cool, this is where a lot of the characters got their starts at. So like, you know, cool, like I said, little building blocks and you got some sadness, but then you have like this all out just incredible action sequence of bad guys and good guys and it's just like this you know it gives you the feels it gives you the chills it does um you, you know it's the whole sequence I, I i personally have gone back and just fast forwarded to that segment of the movie and watched that segment of the movie right at the end a dozen times because i just want to see you know, I want to see Cap get the hammer and then swing it around and bash Thanos in the face with it. You know, I, I want to see the whole crowd of the good guys suddenly reappear. You know, it's it's all those little aspects. But I've watched it so many times that you don't watch the people who are in front of you on the screen. You're looking and for you watch things. all the background people. And they're really, it's pretty bad. It's funny because they're just back there making up random arm and leg movements and they're not really fighting. <laughs> if you if you watch this movie a bunch, but you haven't watched in a while, go back and watch this sequence, but don't pay attention to what's going on in the foreground. Watch all the background actors doing their thing. It's pretty funny. Yeah, well, you know, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they buried it they've hidden it enough that if you watched a couple times you'll never notice it but it's just it, it's watching them fake battle with so like no energy or or, or vigor it's 
like I said, it's just pretty funny. Truthfully, I've seen a lot of films with large battle scenes like that, and they're all like that. Every single one of them. Yeah, you got to get your extras to do a little bit more. Yeah, it's just it's, it's basically visual noise to kind of make it feel right. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it's like getting uh, your favorite artist to draw a picture of your hero in a blank white sheet. Uh, you don't want that. You want what's in the background. You got to have the, the stuff to fill it in. I'm still going to look at the front, but it doesn't look right if the stuff isn't behind it. Yep. And you can't CGI the heck out of everything. So no. you got to have, you got to have people twirling their arms around in the back. Yeah. That it, I just, there were elements of this film. And one of the reasons I feel like I, I rated it higher. I don't know if I said it in our reviews is the original infinity war was, was a lot of fun and did a lot of great job a great job with the film, but I didn't have a scene in infinity war where I felt like it's like, yeah, there's not no yelling spot for me in that. But there were like two or three in the end game where it's just like you, you can't, when you watch it the first time, you almost can't help but cheer for what happens. How many movies do you get that? Not many. Well, there was there was a couple that I thought were really cool in Infinity War. Um, when Cap is in the shadows, when they're when Vision and Scarlet Witch are fighting, and Cap is in the shadows, and the train goes by, and he walks out of the shadows. And it's like, yeah, there he is. It's awesome. Now that wasn't necessarily a yelly, cheery moment, but it was like a really, it was a really cool it sequence. It was fun. It was definitely fun. And then when Thor comes to Wakanda. With his, you know, flare and just the, okay, the yeah. rainbow, like splash and explosions, and it's rocket and it's Groot, and they're like, yeah, they're gonna trash people right now. Like, like <laughs> that was a really cool scene. <laughs> okay, yeah, I take that back. That I forgot there was that that moment. I I definitely elicited a bit of a cheer in that in that scene. Those movies are so long. Sometimes it's easy to forget <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're you know you're at two and a half hours. For those movies, which apparently the new Batman, the Batman, is like two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, my Lord. Okay, sure. Why not? I have plenty of years left on my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and just think, I mean, if you were not aware, listeners, you know, the beginning of film in the late 1800s, uh, the average film was less than a minute. <laughs> they just have it didn't have means to capture media right. in such length so much so much time right and then even once they added in longer films before it was audio it's still they still weren't real long then once you got the audio you would get you would get longer films but even then generally speaking for the most part like an hour hour and a half tell your story get in get out and you just don't get that anymore it's hard and i kind of get it because it's hard to tell a good story in that period of time i mean who can really tell a story in an hour like on tv or anything (laughs) i think i would like to see us go back a little bit some movies don't need to be two and a half to three hours long i'm sorry no but if the movie is good I'm okay with that two and a half, three hours, but 
how do you know if the movie's good when you're making it? You assume the movie's good, so you're like, ah, three hours, hey, I'm cool yeah. with that. But so long as uh, Zack Snyder's not at the helm, it's probably going to be at least. <laughs> that was that was like five hours, so that's a whole different <laughs> equation right there. Yeah. But for for example, if you, I think you can watch it on Netflix right now. The uh, Apocalypse Now Redux is on there, and I think Jeez, that one's. It's over three hours. It's, it's so three long. and a half, maybe. Um, I actually watched that one in the theater when it was re-released in the theater, and I couldn't tell I was there for twenty-five minutes. It maybe, was great. Maybe that's the an idea for a future episode. We will rank our favorite incredibly long movies. Hmm. <laughs> yes, that'd be interesting. <laughs> this one clocks in at three hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it was a really good cap to a lot of buildup for multiple years. That whole run, that storyline, you know, I never thought when I was a kid, I never thought I was going to get to see Thanos in a live action film. Just was never going to happen. Comic book films were never going to be that popular. I uh, just like it. As bad as some things are in the world, it is like a golden age for me in that respect. And hopefully they'll only get better to see some of those faces that you never thought that you would see. Um, you know, for me, a lot of those are are the X-Men characters. And, you know, we've seen a lot of Spider-Man characters, but there's so many more Spider-Man characters that were, you know, really cool, too, that we'll, I'd love to see. Um, it's only a matter of time, I feel like. Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely some possibility. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens, but that's the end of 2019. That's uh, the the remainder of the films. I mean, we talked about all of the, like I said, all the rest of them. There were a total of 12 comic book films released in 2019, and so we did nine of them in the previous episode. Three in this one, and then we're into 2020 when things fell apart. Fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> not completely but somewhat uh did we miss any dear listener uh, let us know in the com comments because there will be a comment section i always forget about that um you can leave comments pretty much anywhere on like on our website we've got a little comments section and like we talked about earlier the the social media we would love to get your reaction to things and uh it's just kind of a joy when we get to, to hear from our listeners. I thought you had more to say. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> then I guess that's the end. <laughs>